Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. And I've got a post-match analysis to two for you guys. And that is because Lorenzo Massetti wins his first ATP title, beating Carlos Alcaraz, a fellow teenager, and of course, a young superstar, really, in Carlos Alcaraz in three sets in a very exciting, exciting match, to say the least, at the Hamburg Open. Three setter. We're going to get into it. Before we do, though, remember to hit that like button and subscribe if you're new as well. Thank you to everyone that has already liked the video and has already subscribed to the channel. Doing those two things really does help us out. If you're watching on a podcast platform, you know what to do as well. Leave a rating review, follow us, subscribe. Thank you so much. Uh, and also, quick shout out to our members as well. Thank you to everyone who's become a member and supporting the channel even further. We really do appreciate it. Okay, Lorenzo Massetti now wasn't without it's trials and tribulations, but he gets through it in the end, beating Carlos Alcaraz in three sets, 6-4, 6-7, 6-4. And in that tiebreaker, he had some match points. He had some match points in the second set. He had some match points in the tiebreaker, and he couldn't do it. Got taken to a third set, and in the end got it done, and got it done whilst breaking Alcaraz at 5-4. And you almost feel like it had to potentially be done that way because he was struggling to close it out on his serve. And we've seen it in the past when he's been two sets of love up in a lot of tournaments against big players. Sits the pass this year at the French Open in the first round. Last year against Novak Djokovic. You know, was it in the fourth round it was? He was two sets of love up. And I, I get it. I get it. Like these players are top, top players. And he didn't have match points against those guys. He did really well um he did really well i think to be fair being in the being in that position in the first place being two sets of love up and against alcaraz it was a similar story after he went a set up and you're thinking okay we've got a final on our hands here especially because alcaraz had been playing some really good tennis throughout the tournament and i think arguably had been playing better tennis, I think, going into this final. He'd blown away Hatchinov, blown away... I mean, Molkan was a was a drubbing, really, in the end. The first at tiebreaker, but second set at breadstick. Mossetti played Sarundalo, which is a good win, because he just won an ATP title himself. But Alcaraz bageled Hatchinov as well. Uh, Mossetti played Derek Rikino, which is a tough one. So, look, both players coming through some very accomplished clay quarters and not just clay quarters just players in general who can give can give you problems on the surface and it's funny because i've got the clay court background and it's suddenly out straight away you're just like okay you know what we're straight away back onto the clay after the grass and we will be focusing on the hard court swing, of course, very, very soon with the US Open series, but I had to touch upon this. So I'm, I want to touch upon it more from a tactical and analytical point of view because we can talk about what it means. And of course, it's a battle of the next gen. And I hope to see this battle more and more as the years go on. And I'm sure we will. And look, Alcaraz, Massetti, you know, Runa, Korda, all of these guys, you know, that oh, I've missed out quite a few, I'd imagine, Rusevori. You'd hope all of these people will, all these players, all these young players, will be battling it out in really exciting matches. And if this match is an indication of what's to come, then I'm extremely excited. So let's break it down. Lorenzo Mercetti, now everyone knows that he is a clay quarter. He is. At the moment, at 
the ripe young age that he is, right, as a teenager, he is still a clay quarter. He's someone who can be dangerous on other surfaces, but realistically, he's at home and he's most comfortable on the red stuff. And with someone like himself, where I guess he has the tendencies as well to enjoy taking the ball high on the backhand side with a one-hander, it's interesting to see because most players with one-handers don't enjoy playing on clay as much as other surfaces at times because they don't like taking the ball really high on that backhand side. Himself in Musetti and Stefano Sitsipas are two of the only players, I think, on tour with one-handers who actually enjoy it. That's not to say that the other players with one-handers can't use the one-hander effectively on clay or it's not serviceable. I think it is for a lot of them, but for these two especially, they actually like it. They would prefer that it's at shoulder height or even head height at times to it being at ankle height or knee height uh, and them having to kind of step down. However, in saying that, I think Mossetti's backhand is just transcends, I think, surfaces. I think it is a really, really impressive one-hander. And I would imagine we will talk about it more and more as he gets older and older. And as long as he stays fit, we will be talking about it as if it's one of the best one-handers on tour because it's already up there, I would say. Now, that gives him a distinct advantage against most players because for most players, their backhands are a weakness or at least in some way you're able to exploit it. Now, for a lot of players, it can be that they actually can't hurt you with a backhand side. So Mossetti is able to kind of dictate in the backhand to backhand exchanges or defensively they're not able to actually stick with him and then it goes shorter and he's able to step in and go either going into out of the forehand or into in or even just drive the backhand on the line which we know is something he loves to do does Lorenzo Massetti against Alcraz I think a lot of people would have thought well Alcraz's backhand is going to hold up against Massetti's backhand for the most part because as a neutral and someone who's just watching it as a tennis fan you'd see Alcraz's game and think well he's got a bit of everything there don't seem to be any glaring, obvious flaws in his game, in his armory. You'd say maybe the serve needs to be improved slightly a little bit in terms of hitting his spots and I guess the the effectiveness of it. And I think he's been working on that. But the back end, a lot of people thought, well, no, it's really good. And for the most part, it is. But I think Massetti exposed Alcaraz's perceived frailty on the backhand side in terms of his defensive ability on that side I don't think Alcaraz is particularly good and to be fair there aren't many players on tour that are very good at this but I don't think he's particularly good at being rushed on the backhand side and being able to defend particularly well on that side when being rushed or when being stretched I would say that Mussetti was winning the majority of those rallies. And either he went into out forehand or cross-court backhand. And Alcaraz, when the ball was coming deep, when it was coming hard into that backhand side, it wasn't really holding up the way that you would expect it to. Especially on a surface like clay where it's slower, you would have expected Alcaraz to then have more time. Now, Wimbledon, you know, he lost, and understandably, I guess, to Sinner, where Sinner was absolutely hammering the backhand side and he was having to slice a lot on the backhand. And he, 
I think that was uncomfortable for him to have to slice all the time. I don't think he was comfortable defensively on the backhand going dry backhand because he just, whenever he did, it would drop short. He just didn't have the time to hit the type of backhand he'd like. And it's something obviously that he needs to work on. I'd assume on the grass that is, but that's a very fast surface. On the clay, it's slower. So he wasn't slicing a lot. There were times where he had to because Massetti had him stretching. He had no other choice. But in some instances, it was just a case of the backhands weren't, just weren't good enough. And the backhand-to-backhand exchanges, he came out second best in the majority of them. Now, that's potentially surprising for some of you. But for me, not so much in the sense that I know how good Mercedes' backhand is. And after seeing Alcaraz at Wimbledon, not just at Wimbledon, but even in uh, the French against Zverev, Again, he had some issues with the backhand-to-backhand rallies there again. And Zverev's got a fantastic backhand. So it almost seems like if he plays someone who has, you know, close to an elite backhand, they can cause him big problems. If you don't have an elite backhand, he can stick with you. And I think Alcaraz has a very good backhand, generally. Is it an elite backhand? I would say no. After watching him in the last six months, I would say no. His forehand, yes. Uh, I think there's still some work to be done in terms of his shot selection. Uh, and I think, you know, he has an aggressive forehand, but maybe misses a bit too much in some instances. But I don't think that was the case in this match. I just think he was outplayed. And the most impressive thing for me about Lorenzo Rossetti in this match was the fact that he was able to not only win the backhand to backhand exchanges for the most part, and push Alcaraz back, make him feel uncomfortable, get a lot of short balls on that backhand side, and made him look like he wasn't particularly good at defending on that side. But in the forehand-to-forehand rallies, he also won a portion of points there. Not just a portion, his fair share. Now, Alcaraz is seen as having an elite forehand, a forehand that he should be able to dictate with, and it's a weapon, and shouldn't really be able to get outmaneuvered from the back of the court in the forehand-to-forehand exchanges with pretty much anyone. With Mossetti, though, he managed to do it. Now, I was really impressed. Now, there's two reasons why I think he had success. One, I think, yes, he definitely didn't hold back. He hit through the ball. He was aggressive on the forehand. He went deep into the uh, into the Alcaraz forehand, tried to give him as little time as possible, and it worked. Uh, in a lot of instances. And he didn't hold back. I think he took a lot more risks maybe than he might against other players because he knew that if I give Alcraz a lot of rally rallying balls to to hit back, then more often than not, Alcraz will hit a winner or be a really, really potent and powerful forehand that then Massetti has to switch from neutral or aggressive in the rally to defensive and he doesn't want to be on the back foot Mossetti is like Alcaraz I don't think either of them really want to defend I think Alcaraz is a fantastic defender for the most part but Mossetti doesn't want to defend either he wants to be on the front foot and that means okay we're taking that extra percentage of risk that he might not take against other players where he thinks I won't get hurt as much if I go rally ball into the forehand but what he did is that he he was measured in when he utilized those shots, right? When he utilized opening up on the forehand. And the biggest thing for me, the second point I want to make, I think this is the biggest point, is the angles he was finding. I was so impressed with 
the amount of angles that he was able to find on the forehand cross court, the backhand cross, huge amount of topspin on those on those strokes for the most part. And it, it meant that he was able to find these fantastic angles where Alcaraz was being dragged out. And we know how athletic Alcaraz is, but Mussetti was so clever in dragging him out wide that even someone as athletic as Alcaraz, he might be able to get to the ball, but he was in uncomfortable positions in a lot of the rallies. And that meant more errors than filtering through. It also meant Mussetti being on the front foot in a lot of the rallies. And that's what, to me, was extremely impressive, was the angles he was finding in the rallies. And I think that's something that, you know, on other surfaces, you are able to find the angles, but on clay especially, given the slower surface, given that it's more conducive to topspin, it will kind of kick off the surface. It will, you know, give you more bang for your buck. And that does mean that you are able to find better angles. And we can use the example of someone like Stefano Tsitsipas, who has a fantastic forehand cross-court on clay, and he's able to find these great angles uh, a lot more than he is on other surfaces, right? And that's a good example. Mussetti is similar, I think, uh, and that's what really impressed me for the most part. Uh, I also think he did something that maybe a lot of people wouldn't have expected, which is he, I personally think that he utilized a drop shot a lot better than Alcaraz did. I think he utilized the drop shot a lot better than Alcaraz did. Now, Alcaraz has arguably got one of the best drop shots on tour. Massetti was really good, really good with the drop shot, I thought. Um, he used it at the right times. He would go kind of into out forehand, for example, to the back end of Alcaraz, push him back, push him back, have him on the run, then play drop shot, and Alcaraz might get there, but, you know, he might go into the net. Alcaraz was still wanting some of those points, but normally you'd expect him to chase down most of them and win the points. And similarly, when Alcaraz was drop shotting, Massetti was getting to them as well. Um, not all of them, but occasionally he was. And he has really good touch and feel around the net from what I saw as well. And I think Alcaraz is the same. So there were some incredible points from both players where, you know, they were dragging each other backwards and forwards, side to side. And it was a pleasure to watch. It really was. Uh, I think, you know, both these guys clearly have an abundance of talent. They really do. And we already know that about Alcaraz because of where he's at. He's now top five in the world. But for Massetti, I don't think he's too far off if he's able to adapt his game on the other surfaces. And I feel like he does have the ability to do that um, with the, the weapons he was showing. And I was really impressed with the into out forehand, for example, as well. I thought that was really well utilized. Um, you know, probably needs to develop a backhand slice for sure on other surfaces. But the serve was, was pretty good. I mean, he was hitting his spots can potentially be bulked up a little bit. And uh, Bar's impressed by the way that he came forward a lot on some of the points as well, where he came forward to the net. And I was impressed that he was willing to come to the net because we know Alcaraz is. I would say Alcaraz didn't have the best of volleying days. I think there were some instances where he did really well to come to the net, serve volley, or hit a good approach on came to the net. But Massetti is actually very good at passing people at the net. And he passed Alcaraz multiple times at the net. Uh, which I thought was extremely impressive to see, uh, for sure. And yeah, like Massetti and Alcaraz both able to pass each other, kind of not at will, but you know they've got a pretty good chance of passing the opponent at the net. And that's what made it even more exciting that both guys are willing to come forward, but also they'd get passed at times. But 
on top of that, we'd see some fantastic points being constructed from both players. So really impressive. I'm just going to quickly kind of shout out some of the stats. I mean, first set percentage was 67% for Alcaraz, 60% for Massetti. First set points won, though. Uh, a difference here because Mossetti won 78% behind his first serve, 66% for Alcaraz. So Alcaraz will be a bit just disappointed that he didn't do better on the one-plus plays. Uh, Mossetti, I thought, was good in the one-plus plays. I think Alcaraz will be thinking maybe should have been a bit more expansive on that um, or hit his spots better. I think maybe at times he wasn't particularly hitting his spots on the first serve. Second serve points one Alcaraz did better in that department, 66%. 53% from Massetti and breakpoint saved two out of six for Alcaraz, three out of five from Massetti. It was a very tight match. It was an ex exciting one. I mean, Alcaraz did so well to come back from, I think it was, uh, was it? he was 6-3 down in the tiebreaker in the second set and he came back to win that tiebreaker 8-6. Uh, and then Massetti did well to, I think, recover mentally. Uh, and I think this was also a very mental game because after the first set, Mosetti winning it. He's got the momentum. Alcaraz recovered really nicely. He actually got broken, if I'm not mistaken, in that second set. Recovered. Mosetti then went on to, you know, lose the tiebreaker after having multiple match points, right? 6-3 in the tiebreaker. And you're thinking, okay, well, Alcaraz has the momentum. A lot of people thinking Alcaraz is going to win the third set. Mosetti recovered mentally really well, came back. And it's impressive. It's very, very impressive. So, Kudos to Lorenzo Massetti, his first ever ATP title. And I really do hope that he kicks on from here because he's an exciting young player. And as I said himself, Rune, Alcaraz, Rusevori, uh, you know, who else? All these young players, right? Korda. I want to see all of them batting out, starting to make waves. Uh, and let's see their exciting brands of tennis because pretty much everyone that I know that's a younger player, they all seem to be extremely exciting. Uh, and that's what's so incredible to see Nakashima as well. We saw against in Wimbledon against Kyrgios. So yeah, looking forward to seeing these guys in action. Let me know your thoughts. Do you were you impressed with Massetti? Were you disappointed with Alcaraz? Or did you think actually Massetti just did was too good on the day? Uh, did you watch it? If so, were you excited by it? Do you want to see more matchups between these two? Let me know. Uh, but yeah, definitely one of the matches of the of the year. I would say in terms of the. The level it was played, I think it was a 500, right? So one of the definitely one of the matches in terms of of the year in terms of 500s and best of three tennis, I think for sure. Uh, but thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. Remember to hit that like button and subscribe if you're new. I'll see you on the next video. Thank you very much.